Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. Thanks for bearing with us this week as we uh, we didn't release it on our normal time because we couldn't because our guest was not in town yet. So that's why we're releasing today on a Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday to my lovely girlfriend, Caroline Wendling. Caroline, what's going on? Hey, happy to be here. This is your, uh, your first, first time on the Mail-In Podcast. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, this is my first time on any podcast. So, really? you know, a little nervous. Okay. Probably going to stutter some words here and there. Yep. Might talk kind of weird, but we're just going to go with the flow. You and have to talk with your hands. I probably will talk with my hands, but okay. we're not being videoed, so no one will see that. No video today. No so video. We're just, we're, what, are you, uh, what are we sipping on over here while we do this? You know, I, I cracked a Vizzy, and it is only 1 o'clock. Um, <laughs> it is. But I felt like I needed something to calm the nerves a little bit, so about halfway through a busy feeling good okay i'm i'm over here with a little glass of red wine we're just having a little little, uh, little friday couldn't could not hit the red wine quite <laughs> loosen yet. us up caroline you're gonna do great um for those of you that are listening to the first time maybe some of caroline's friends uh what is the mail-in podcast well here's the deal we do our best to answer your questions something that you may uh run into in your 20s 30s 40s i don't doesn't really matter what age but you can run 50s, into it. 50s, 60s, 50s maybe? or 60s, yeah. Shouts to the Lord. If <laughs> um, we do our best to answer your questions that you need help with and uh, get a laugh in. Maybe walk away with something useful. We've Caroline's been in a lot of situations. I've been in a lot of situations. And uh, hopefully we can provide an ounce of, of wisdom, right? Yeah, I'll say um, I don't know if I'm necessarily qualified to be giving advice, but I'm here and I'm going to do my best. Um, so just be kind in the comments, <laughs> just in case. They will be great. That's all you can ask for. How can you, as an audience, help us out? Tell a friend about the podcast. That's the easiest way to get into the washed media empire. Call Ooh, it that. Empire. Yeah, we're not much of an empire. We're like a, a coagulation of, of small to mid-sized properties. We're like a neighborhood. <laughs> um, send them a clip or a segment that made sense. Maybe they're dealing with a similar situation. And uh, report back. I like. I always like getting follow-ups in the uh, in the email because it, it's oh this advice worked. This advice was terrible. You know, improve on what we were doing. Right. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Follow on Spotify. Hit the hotline number eight 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 three six two M A I L. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter or Instagram bio at Mail in podcast. Caroline, before you get going here, and we get to the questions and a lot of voicemails today, which I'm excited about. Well, I actually just thought of an anecdote that we oh. didn't discuss. Maybe it's not really an anecdote, oh, but boy. no, I had a thought of the first podcast I listened to before touching base okay. or circling back was the mail mailbag. The mailbag. I think that's what it was called before it was, it was the mail in. So you you were a, literally a fan of this podcast yeah. or, or a previous iteration of this podcast before you knew me. Yes. Before you knew who I was. Sorry, I should have led with that, but yes. So how did we how how did we get here? How did you end up in the chair? Well, um I was just irresistible and right. Brent just couldn't <laughs> he just needed Needed me in his life, so here we are. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell the real story? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline, I think let's save the real story for another day. Another day? Let's see the Cliff Notes okay. version. Okay. I'll, I'll let you give the Cliff Notes Cliff version. Cliff Notes version was, I think, very early on in my circling back slash wash media career, I was doing like Brett's Breaking News. And I think one of my breaking news is like November of 2019 was that I was getting on Hinge for the first time in my life. 
So you're giving the full story. No, we're just cliff notes. <laughs> just cliff notes. And uh, so I, I, Caroline was, you were, you've been a fan since PGP, right? TFM, mm-hmm. PGP, the whole nine. PGP, yeah. Who was your favorite writer? Um, I mean, I loved Things Girls Do okay. after graduation, of course. Yeah. I read Dylan's uh, mailbag column. Mm-hmm. Just more like the story-based articles that would like follow along and catch okay. up week to week kind of things. Um, like which SEC to... team is which drink? That's no. That's one of Dylan's lo- longest running columns. Was it really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Somebody will be like, yes, Brett remembers 2012. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wasn't in at 2012. But you were early. Yeah-ish. Mm, okay. I mean, I've been listening to Circling Back since it became circling back okay so and that's how you met me and that's how i met you got on hinge and was like who's that new guy on hinge switch your location and everything uh, okay so we're just <laughs> we are doing the full story we don't have to do the whole story then we met that's the full story well and and then our first date was at pint house <laughs> our first date was a christmas party technically yeah christmas party well pint house pint house then a christmas with party. like dylan parks the whole squad the whole was squad there. and you must have been like what am i doing yeah, a little bit, but it was fun <laughs> and it was worth it. So it worked out. Worked out. Worked out. Here we are. Um, how about we get into some questions? Let's get into some questions. First one, dearest Brett and mystery guest host. That's you, A.T.A. Caroline. I just turned 28 today. Happy birthday. And feel a little different as if I have entered that, in quote, sexy age, end quote, territory. Sexy age territory, Carol. Love that. Like the age where I've got shit going well for me with solo living, career, hobbies, friends, a savings account, etc. Which leads me to think, did anyone else think that there was an age that people perceived as, quote, sexy slash hot, end quote, for some reason, when they were romanticizing the idea of a future partner? Or am I just totally full of myself today? <laughs> Love y'all. Looking forward to the Columbus, Ohio meetup. Let's go M-E-A-T. Columbus. Of course. Is there an age that you get to, Carol, where you feel like you feel hot or you feel cool or you feel you have shit going for you? Or is it more of like you'll know it when you know it? I think it must be you'll know it when you know it because I don't think I found that age yet. Um, (laughs) Pull back the curtain. I'm 27. Okay. Recent 27. Happy birthday. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Um, But I think 28 is actually a good number. 100%. Right? There's there's an age where – or it's got to be like after your first out-of-college job, you're three or four raises deep. Right. In terms of you've worked for three or four or five years. I'm not counting grad school. I know there's different paths. But say you get out of college at 22 and you enter the workforce or you enter the workforce at 18 and you've been going for 10 years. Like you get to a point where all of a sudden four or five, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten percent raises get you to like a comfortable point where you can live alone. And Again, before everybody comes at me, everybody's different. There are different situations. But on average, I would say 27, 28 is the first time where a vacation is not going to cripple your, you know, bank account. And you're not going on vacation just to get, like, hammered. You want to go enjoy right. a nice drink. And you can, you can, that $15 tiki bar cocktail menu is not like, oh, shit, I'd rather go mm-hmm. have a Bud Light. Yeah. Right? So I think 
this question has a lot to do with financial freedom more than like I'm hot, right? Because you can get to a certain point, whether it's through working out or whether it's like buying your way to a more attractive, you know, clothing, um, makeup, workout classes, whatever you can do. Financial freedom gives you sort of that ability to get there, That's right? That's true, yeah. Um, so I think it's more of a financial state than an age, but that age tends to be 27, 28, 29. I think you're right. It is a financial state, but and like, I think it's also you just feel more comfortable with yourself. Like you finally yeah. feel completely comfortable with who you are. Maybe mm-hmm. not completely, but you're more there than you were at 21. Sure. And so that makes you feel sexy because mm-hmm. you feel comfortable in your own skin and you're just like this is me i'm here and financial comfort doesn't yeah hurt. and i feel like you kind of establish a little bit maybe a style mm-hmm. by 27 28 and you don't care as much if other people like it or T- totally not. yeah i don't you if you're if you have live laugh love above your kitchen d- go for it you do you you do you if you have bo- if you're boho chic if you're still wearing skinny jeans just do you flip-flops and chinos except for that Oh, come on. <laughs> what am I wearing right now? He's wearing flip-flops and chinos. Let's go. And I said no before we left, and he did it anyway. So love I, that we're at I that say? point in our what relationship. Did I, what did I say? He I'm said, not going to dinner in these yeah. just for the for the podcast. Is that fair? That's fair-ish. <laughs> um, but I I think when you're romantic, I think you, this guy, is, I'm assuming he's single. And so he's like 28. I got things going for me. I have a career, hobbies, an apartment that's furnished, and maybe a bar cart. Like Gotta he's got he's cart. got things going on for himself. So yeah, like you are romanticizing the idea of this is when you're peak attractive, mm-hmm. not just your look, but kind of everything that you have going for you. So I don't I don't think there's anything. What's a different age that you think would be a sexy age, or what would you have said you think is a sexy age if you were when you were eighteen? Oh yeah. This is so dumb. I, when you were in like third grade, you had to do like, what age do you want to be right now? Kind of like, what age can you not wait for? Okay. And I wrote 23 down. I think I would have said 24. I said 23 and I wrote this whole paragraph. I was like, okay, so you can drive, you're (laughs) out of college, like you're in, you have a job. This is like- You think that having a job is just like you're making six figures and just like- at 23 living your best life no because i was like i would have been three years into the nhl by now oh okay like i was gonna be the you know that kind of stuff obviously i think i thought i was gonna be married by 24 when i was in third grade okay and i'm kind of glad that didn't happen i think yeah i said married with kids by 27 <laughs> it was like yeah, my, nope. <laughs> my plan nope 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 um but i like the uh, yeah you're romanticizing the idea of it but also feel yourself i love it if you're in a state of mind where you're comfortable in your own skin, you're comfortable with what you have around you, and you're not building it solely off a materialistic, like, universe, mm-hmm. you do you. Love it. And you, what, what's the, the saying? The energy you exude is the energy you attract. Mm-hmm. So exude that, that exude it. BDE, for oh, lack of a better okay. term. There's probably a better term. There, but. there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know where I feel that I'm exuding energy that i'm i'm kind of like into myself where when i'm wearing a movement watch oh 
Have you seen these things, Carol? I have, and I love when you wear your movement watch. In a tiny apartment in Southern California, two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch company that broke all of the rules with fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs. Movement grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands, shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. And guess what? They've expanded into blue light glasses. Are you familiar with those, Carol? I am. I love them. They protect your eyes from your screens. They have minimalist jewelry and more style essentials that don't break the bank. All designed in California. How about that? How about I'm that? I'm a huge fan, and I've had this for years. I, I've had multiple movement watches, but the, the one I've had for literally years is the rose gold, white face, brown leather strap. Yep. And well. you know it. You probably know it. I do. Well. I love that watch. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I, I, when I have that watch on, it's not, like I just feel I feel better. I feel more confident. I feel like it goes with a lot of things. I try to match the strap to my shoes, mm. my dress shoes. Yeah. And it works. That's what I'm all about. Are you a big, uh, have you seen the movement ladies watches? I have. I, I don't have one, but I would love to go look at the catalog and see, see what's available. They have the look and quality of a $400 to $500 watch you're paying for at a department store, but cost a fraction of the price because they're built online and they own their process from start to finish. Shipped to your door for free. And if you don't love it, you can ship it right back. You know what free. I always say is I love a deal. You do love a deal. I love a deal. And this sounds like a deal. It sounds like a deal. Plus they're just awesome products. Yeah. They're awesome. They, I've had, I think I have probably four or five movement watches at this point. And I've, I've never like thrown one away or I've never handed one to a friend or you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. they just they last the quality is there and they look awesome so if you want to elevate your look like I'd caroline love to does, elevate my look with style that doesn't break the bank then join the movement and get 15 percent off today with free shipping and free returns that's a deal it's a deal by going to mvmt.com slash mail-in again that's mvmt.com slash mail-in Want to do a voicemail? Let's do a voicemail. Yo, what's up? Uh, this is your boy, JR, from Indiana. Uh, quick question. So next month in September will be the first time I'll re be returning back to my college campus after graduating in May. Um, shout out to Hoosiers. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, what's the protocol on how to act? Like, are we? am I allowed to get as drunk as I would have gotten when I was still a student there, do I kind of, like, have to act like I have my shit together? I mean, I have, like, a job now, but, I mean, I was still in college at the beginning of this year, so I don't really feel like I should have to act all that different, but let me know what the protocol is on that. Thanks, boys. I'll take the this. protocol. I'll take I'll take this. Um, or I'll start. Let, it off. let me okay. Let's preface okay. this with you went to arguably the best college town in the country. I would say so personally. And that is Oxford, Mississippi. That is. Go Rebs. Go Rebs. Okay. Okay. So, I think this is your first time back. You just graduated. I think you can still you still have like this is your time to still embrace it. Still, you can still embrace like being a college student, getting a little sloppy, but not too. Oh, I disagree. Oh, you do disagree. Okay. I, I think this, you, like, you can arguably go harder this year than your senior year. You have one year, like the one year grace period when I'm sure you still have a ton of friends at the school. And you're probably meeting up with them when yeah. you're going back. The difference is if you are 
your age or my if we're 27 and we are going back to our schools you gotta hold it together. you have to hold it together <laughs> if you are 23 or 22 even and you are a not even a year-long graduate of this school you, it's on it's on your buddies in senior as seniors to like carry you home i think you have a victory lap and a one-year grace period for a victory lap well, that's kind of what I was saying, but I okay. still don't think you need to like pedal get, to the metal. get carried home necessarily. Indiana too. I bet you the Hoosiers have bars that are sick. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I don't know. Maybe that's the difference between like a male and a female perspective. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> that I I think you should like have a great time, have a blast. Like, don't hold back, but you gotta hold back. A little. A smidge? A smidge. You, you have to you, be the dad in the Because room. you want to, no, not the dad, but you want to come off as like, you know, I'm I'm cool because I'm older. Well, I'm just imagining <laughs> like, this is going to be stereotypical of me. Okay. But I imagine you're like one year out, and say you were in a fraternity, and now they have the, the new pledge class that you just have full, like, full carte blanche to just be like, do this do that i need to go here i need to go there you know what i'm saying like i do but i think you still want to like act like you have your shit together a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i mean you do but you're gonna get to the point where you where you don't and if it's a weekend i think you try to go on a you don't just go to um like a house party weekend i think that's kind of lame no matter what year you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you, you got to go You tie the... it to a football game, yes. a basketball game, in the Hoosiers' case, because their football team's trash. Well, um, don't be rude. A you know, homecoming, for example, mm -hmm. right? Even though that's kind of lame because there's a lot of, you know. Here's something else I'd say to do is maybe like the restaurant in your town that you couldn't necessarily afford in college. Oh, yeah. Like have a fun night there. Like sure. do a fun, which you can do that, you know, years after you graduate too, mm -hmm. but it could be a good time to be like, you know, now I'm making money, have, have a little fun, do a I fun agree. group dinner. That's a little nicer than, you know, the cheap college bars or you'd get the bar food. Yeah. Maybe take some of your, so you have a couple of friends who are 22 and seniors, maybe take some of them out and put your card down mm -hmm. and like, Hey, my treat. That's if a you've cool been, move You know, you've me. been working for a couple months at this point. Like, yeah. And it might still hurt your bank account a little bit, but I think it's one of those things that you won't regret necessarily. Yeah. Like I, you, you can't totally do it, but like do it because it'd be fun. Yeah. 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 Oh man. That's I, really bad financial advice, but. Yeah, it is. It is. But it's, you know, you're only 17 in your hometown. That's you know? what they say. I, that doesn't apply. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to think, like, I don't think, I've never really done the super senior lap around Northeastern because it's Bo it's Boston. So yeah. it's not a college. I mean, it's a college town, but it's a college town for, you know, nine different schools. I had one really, really drunk Aggressive, night, yeah. aggressively drunk night okay. post-grad in go. my college town. How old, um, how old was I? I was probably 23. Okay. So like a year or so. 22 or 23. I think 23. Yeah. The, it's, um, it's, it's super acceptable if you graduate in May. And you go to a football game that September. It was a football weekend. Yeah. So you're like four months removed from being at the school. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's fine. But you're I will say, I, I think I regretted a it a little bit. I was like, I went too hard. I didn't need I, to go okay. that hard. That's fair. <laughs> I, I kind of, I'm, I'm, I want to go to Oxford and have like a, we not like a college weekend. weekend, but like do all the college things. Mm -hmm. Go to the bar. Yeah. 
What's like a nice restaurant in Oxford that we could go to? Ooh, there's a lot. Bure is one of my favorites. Did we go there? The pickle last martini. Time? Yes, we did. Oh, they, but they didn't have pickle yeah. martinis. Um, there's Saint Ole Miss. Leo. There's a lot of Ole Miss fans that listen to this. You're like, let's go, Bure. Yeah. St. Leo's really good. It's newer. I mean, it's not new anymore, but newer. Okay. Um, there's so many good restaurants. Let's City go. City Grocery. Is that a grocery store? No. Volta for some good Mediterranean food. You know, I'm into Mediterranean food I know. recently. Yeah. So we'll the, have to do uh, that. Tzatziki sauce. Love it. We're, we're loving it. We're loving, loving it. it. Yeah. If you're back in your college town, less than one year, you have victory lap privileges. Anything more than a year, you really got to throttle it. And mm-hmm. you're not going back to the, uh, you know, you, you can't go back to the fraternity house. No. You can't go, like, don't try to hang out with the sophomores when you were a senior that are now seniors. Let them be. You have one year of grace period when it's the guys that are one year less than you mm-hmm. when they're still in school. Fine. Anything above a year, do something on your own. And if you see them at the tailgate before the game, okay. But don't go back to But the you're not going to the house to light. Yeah, that's not on your itinerary. No. 100%. Mm-mm. Let's do the next one, Carol. Brett, long time, first time here, and was wondering if you have any advice on going to a bachelor party without knowing anybody but the groom. For context, I'm not in the wedding, but the groom has become one of my best friends over the last year and really wants me to go. Only real worry is just not being part of the, quote, group with his college slash fraternity buddies. Any help? Or excuse me, any, any help would be appreciated. Thanks. What are we doing if you're the only person on the be- on the, you, you only know the groom? And you can this applies to bachelorette parties, yeah. I'm sure. Well, you go and I'll So here's the, the deal here is I've done this once with one of my shouts to uh one of my buddies from Barstool. And it was like his whole college group, his whole high school group, and I was the work friend. And all you gotta do is be fun and be sociable. And not be over the top. Like, yeah. don't be buttoned down, Hawaiian, wide open, trying to set the tone, let's do shots guy. Well, I think you can be let's do shots guy. Not not immediately. Maybe not immediately, but... You have to get it... You know, guys have... I, I'm generalizing here. I think guys have it easier than girls when it comes to assimilating in a friend group quickly. That's Because it's generally, true. like, sports girls, stocks, staunch. You know, it's, it, it's the topics of like, what are we going to talk about are pretty, uh, hey, do you golf? Cool. I golf. And then it's, and then you're friends. Golf. Yeah. Then you're <laughs> friends. Um, so it's not generally a, an issue to get into the group and become friends with people. And I love meeting people. So it's strike, like just be sociable. Know that you're the, you're the weird guy. Make, maybe make a, uh, not a weird guy, maybe make a self-deprecating joke here. Like, I'm the wild card this weekend, boys. Like, you, you guys know nothing about me. I know nothing about you, but let's have a blast. Yeah. And we both know Teddy here and, and give a toast, and all of a sudden you're kind of in, right? So I think I completely agree. Yeah. I just would say I think you can be the shots guy, and you, you open the floor to be like, hey – I'm here, I'm in the group, I'm having fun, I'm ready to have a good time with everyone, even though I'm not comfortable. To me, it's like a confident move almost. 
There's a but there's a line. There's a line. You can't be the guy that has the mullet and the three stripes in the side no. of the head and the the wide open Hawaiian no. and double fisting. But if you're having tequila, like a fun like, dinner and you sneaky order tequila shots for the table, it's a fun move. And pick them up. Like, and pick them up. Yeah, yeah, that is a that's a great move. Yes, that's a great move. It's a good like love the camaraderie of it. Yeah. It sets the tone. You let everyone know like. Hey, even though I don't know people, I'm here to have a good time and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a good what time. What I would say is in a situation like this, there's usually a lot of lead up, like in a group text mm-hmm. or an email chain. Don't be a hero in no. that. When you don't know anybody. That's that's a good point. That's a, that's a time to lay low a little bit mm-hmm. and then prove it on the, prove it between the, between the lines, <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> analogy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Lay low in the group text. Don't be dropping memes. Don't be dropping gifs. I think just, you can... Just whatever you need to. Yep, I got my my share of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, let's dinner here sounds great. Whatever. Let it. Let your play speak for itself. I think you can almost have more fun in this situation if you do it right. Uh-huh. Because you're not tied to one person or one group. You kind of can float and make friends with everybody and see who you click with the most and then hang out with the groom but Mm -hmm. you still kind of can do your own thing more sure which sometimes can be really fun yeah and you don't have to like worry about like oh what's everybody else doing am i having are they having a good time whatever Mm -hmm. you kind of can do your own thing yeah which i think is isn't always a bad thing another tip i would i would give would be don't like puppy dog the groom no like don't stick to his side every chance you get because that's the only person you know Mm -hmm. because then you're just the weird guy who won't stop talking to teddy Mm -hmm. you know it's like you you be sociable yeah and with guys it it literally takes 10 minutes yeah Uh, like all all of a sudden you and four other guys bet on the same like smu random college game on 10 o'clock on a saturday Mm -hmm. and and then you have a common interest and you're definitely right about the difference, but I do think girls can do this really easily too because you know the whole thing of like drunk girls in the bathroom all become best friends. Correct. But sober girls in the bathroom, sober each girls other. in the bathroom hate each other because it's like rivals. That's yeah, that's could be true. <laughs> do, if you, yeah, I feel like every group at a bachelorette other. party is like first step is judge each other yeah size everybody up <laughs> second step is get hammered third step is become best friends mm-hmm. and then inevitably somebody's still gonna hate somebody but maybe not hate but talk behind can't click back. with everybody you can't click with everybody i don't know what are your, I, what are your tips I, I said bet on college football and i said and stay out I of the said group buy text. shots oh buy shots okay what about it's a, always uh, my move. <laughs> for for a girl uh that's our party too yeah okay absolutely Usually there's already a common You always if for girls I would say anyway. um throw compliments around. Oh my god, I love your I love your skirt. Where'd you get it? Oh my god, your eyes are so pretty. Oh yeah. my god, this, that, the other Just night. throw a compliment. Make it <laughs> genuine. Like don't it's make not. stuff up. No, it it is. It can be. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of is sometimes. No, it is though. Like like I think that makes people feel good and comfortable. Okay. And throw a compliment. Say your hair looks great, and then that opens up the floor, and everybody feels good. 
And it's just a compliment battle for like 30 minutes. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I love your hair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? And then you're going to your friends afterwards. You're just like, her hair sucks. <laughs> like, what no, is she doing? We don't have mean girl energy here. Oh, okay. No mean girl energy at Wash no. Media? Nope. Okay. Do you want to do a voicemail? Let's do a voicemail. Uh, hey, boys. Uh, I went to the Euro Championship at a bar earlier today and kind of got a little drunk, and I saw an ex-girlfriend that I dated 10 years ago. Like, great girl, ended up on okay terms and whatnot, but, you know, it's like 10 years have passed. I'm 33 just for reference. Uh, she's the same age. But, you know, like, uh, she was kind of hitting me up and trying to be like, oh, you know, let, let's go get another drink and whatnot. But, like, 10 years have passed, you know? Like, it's it's kind of one of those, like, we were serious back in the day, but I kind of want to put it behind me, and it's, it's opened up a can of worms. Like, what do you think about opening up something from 10 years ago where it's you were different people, you know, like, back in college and whatnot? Uh, just curious how you'd play that out. Um, yeah. Thanks. Uh-oh. Guess you saw the X after 10 years. This guy. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the... Uh, I've never exi- I've never really been in a situation like this. Because 10 years ago, I would be 17. Yeah. But... Same. Call it five years, right? Mm-hmm. What do you... What do you... You see an ex after a long enough period of time where kind of feelings are repressed. Any... Um, what's the word any malicious feeling granted that it didn't end horrendously mm-hmm. is probably repressed and mm-hmm. figured out by now and then you're kind of vibing each other because at one point you did so what are you doing when the ex kind of starts saying like good to see you well, we should do a drink sometime like this happened to me oh no but it wasn't a serious i mean it was a high school relationship okay. that i ran into mm-hmm. Uh, was I still in college or post-college? Some, I mean, I was probably 23, yeah. 22, 23. And he, we ran into each other at the bar mm-hmm. and he wanted to get a drink sometime. Sure. Followed up with a text. I had wanted nothing to do with it personally. I so I had to, oh, I was still in college. Okay. And so I had the excuse of, sorry, I have to go back to Mississippi. So I <laughs> won't be able to see you. Um, but that's a little different because it's high school. It's not a serious relationship. I would say if you want to hang out with this person at this point, there's not really harm in it. Um, I do think there's always, there's a reason it ended probably. And that's probably, even though people change and things evolve, it's a long time, time, but they're probably still the same person to an extent. I'm going to disagree. I okay. think 10 years going from 23 to 33. It depends on the reason they broke up also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said rel- like he said amicably. So I'm guessing there was no like cheating involved or something horrendous happened, yeah. right? There it was kind of a uh, lives going different places, we're going to break. If it was you know. just for going different places, then by all means go for it. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at here. I think there's nothing wrong if you're single and she's single. Nothing wrong with grabbing a drink and catching up because I like seeing how people change mm-hmm. and how people grow and what have you been up to? How's the family? How's that? Like, there's no harm in 
entertaining that, mm-hmm. I don't think you should have the expectation that you're going to get back together. Yes. That's it needs to be purely like, let's point. mend this platonically well before any expectation of let's, you know, get back on the horse type of thing. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you're going into it with that mindset, somebody's going to get hurt. The like fresh wounds will open back up, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But if you're going into it with the mindset, like, Let's catch up. You were once a huge part of my life. How are you? What have you been up to? Kind of good to run into you. And like, you know, you could have the mindset that fate sort of pulled you back together for some reason. You know, like maybe not to get back together, maybe to find closure. Maybe there's always been something that's been a part of you that's like, I hope I run into her again. Or she hopes she runs into you again. All those things. So a drink and a... I think you for sure go get a drink. Yeah. Or even a coffee. Sure. To make it more casual. You could do that too. You yeah. know? But I don't think that you should be, you know, like, oh, fuck, my boys are going to clown me for this. No, no. I don't think you need to worry about that. No. It's been 10 years. They were a big part of your life. She, he said they were serious. So no, no harm. You'll also probably know sitting down, getting a drink, getting coffee, whatever... If you think, oh, this actually could be something I want to explore again. Or you'll know, like, really great catching up. Loved getting to see where this person was in their life. But, you know. Yeah. See you in another 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, It's also better than meeting up with an ex or this type of person at, like, a wedding. Mm -hmm. When it's, uh, you know, pedal to the metal. (laughs) You have four hours and copious amounts of alcohol. And somebody's going to say something or do something that's like, ooh. They're toast in that situation. Right. Much more casual than people dressed up looking good mm-hmm. with all the booze in the world. Yep. Agreed? Agreed. You know what they uh, they say can help the morning after that, though? Can I guess? Sure. Is it liquid IV? It sure is, Caroline. <laughs> liquid IV is a staple in my uh, daily routine. I'll put it that way. Same. Not that I'm hungover every day. I don't get that idea. No, but it's hot outside. It's hot outside. I like the the matcha energy. So it's like hydrating and gets me going. Love that. Along with the other energy boosters I use. That sounded bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like energy drink. I do know what you're saying. But liquid IV is part of that routine. Um, because I just, I feel better after it. Same. I really do. Especially like we said, when it's 103 degrees outside. You got to replenish those electrolytes. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're doing workouts, yoga. Going for a walk. Meditation, going for a walk. We're doing liquid IVs. Yep. I've done two in a day before, Caroline. I've Sometimes done two in a day. That. I've done a hangover one in the morning <laughs> and I've done a hydrate or energy one in the afternoon to get me going. So recently, um, as you know, my sister got married a couple weeks ago. Congrats. I was there. Congrats, congrats to your Sam sister. Congrats, Sam and Jonathan. Yeah. Um, and we put together, you know bags for everybody in the hotel for when they get there and we included two liquid ivs in everybody and everybody's bag and everybody said it was their favorite part they were so thankful that they had liquid iv in their bag they so for the morning after they felt fine correct me if i'm wrong it was the pina colada flavor it was the pina colada which flavor, hits and it was so good absolutely hits do you know that liquid iv contains five essential vitamins and more vitamin that. c than an orange as much potassium as a banana love those stats isn't that crazy it's healthier than sugary sports drinks with no artificial flavors or preservatives and less sugar than an apple. How about that? How about that? It's made with clean ingredients that are non-GMO, 
It's vegan. It's free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Checks all the boxes. It checks all of the boxes. And you know why? It's got CTT. You know what CTT is, Carol? I'm going to let you tell me. Cellular transport technology. The optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. It's the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and effectively than water alone. Like I said, hangovers. Check. Check. Uh, in the morning, we need some energy. Grab that matcha energy blend. Check. In the afternoon, when you're just kind of feeling like you're a little dehydrated, you need, you need not a boost necessarily, but you just need to get back to you. Hydrate. Yep. Liquid IV. They're on a mission to change the world too. They donated 4 million servings in response to COVID-19 and products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code MAILIN. I did M-A-I-L, use promo code it's M-A-I-L-I-N at liquidiv.com. How about a voicemail, Carol? Let's do it. Hey, Brett. Listening to some old uh, mail-in episodes here, listening to one with Brandy where you're telling some poor lady that this guy's not into her because he takes more than a few hours to reply to her text. What if he's a fucking grind boy, Brett? <laughs> What if he's out here just grinding, you know? Some of us, you know, we don't have office jobs. We can't be on our phones all day. Sometimes I'll go literally 12 hours, a whole fucking work day, and not get a chance to respond to someone. Maybe I am into them, Brett. And you're out here crushing the dreams and the hearts of people who may be in a different fucking situation than you. I'm sorry to get so heated here, man, but... I run into this consistently with girls that I try to date. Maybe I am in you. Maybe I'm busy. Don't be out here telling people that people aren't interested because they're not texting every hour, every 15, 20, whatever minutes. Shorten this down if you need to, but I I had to steam for a second. Have a good day, man. He raises a good point. I apologize. (laughs) I did not consider my grind boys and that's on me that's on you that's absolutely on me to my grind boys the boys who cannot look at their phone because they're doing a job that requires their phone to be put away it could be um i don't even know it could be all kinds of jobs what what goes to my mind immediately is like nurses or doctors Mm -hmm. who are on emergency shifts maybe you are um in a job that requires your focus like you're in a bucket or, you know, like a, you're cutting trees or something like that where you your phone stays at the warehouse type of thing. I did not look out for my grind boys here. You didn't. Because I, I didn't Brett, consider I have it. a question for you. Yeah. Why don't you respect the grind? That's a good question, Caroline. It's a good question, and I need to look internally and so. rethink my approach. Because what if my grind boys are into a girl they get on hinge, they make a connection, they swipe right, so to speak. I don't even know if you do that on hinge. I think I just clicked, I a, clicked a, a green check mark. Something like that. Versus a red X. And what if I was a grind boy and I couldn't talk all day? I I apologize. 
the solution is to make it very well known up front with your perspective other perspective significant other perspective other your perspective say <laughs> that you are a grind boy and guess what hey i am i i like where this is going and i want to go to chili's with you but i my job literally keeps me on my off my phone for 12 hours a day or eight hours a day whatever it may be as long as that's established go get on your grind boy shit completely agree you gotta let them know but you have to let them know gotta let them know this is even like no offense, kind of sneaky tactic if you can be on your phone all day and you're just like, I don't want to talk all day. Be like, I'm kind of a grind boy. I have to leave my phone on my stomach. Oh, you think it's like a good thing? Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying like you could get away with not texting all day if you let them know up front that you Oh, that you have, I get to, it. Okay. have to go do stuff. You're saying you don't want day. to text me all day. That's Correct. what you're saying. Yeah. Not you, okay. but like mm-hmm. prospective people. Got it. I, I apologize here. I, I'm sorry. I think this is totally okay. Yeah, of course it is. I just think you need to, you obviously need to make it known what you do and why you can't text and that you're interested, but you still can't talk all day. And there could be some people out there, some girls that get in their heads and And they're going to- It goes the same way for guys. Okay, probably, yeah. And they're going to overthink it no matter what you say. Yeah. So you have to come off as genuine Mm -hmm. and in the hours that you can be on your phone- you know, definitely make them aware that you want to be in communication with them. Totally. And you got to stay on top of it then in those hours if you can't. Okay, don't look at me like that. What? Oh. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> look at you like that. I was like, I was thinking like, yeah, if, if, you, if you're pulling the, I got to grind, I'm grinding all day, which I get, power to you. You got to, you got to be on when you're mm-hmm. not grinding. You do. Or else... Or else you're gonna get the you're gonna give somebody the wrong idea. Throw in a phone call. There Throw you go. Throw in a phone call on the way to your shift. Okay, maybe a FaceTime. FaceTime if you're comfortable with that. Some people don't feel as comfortable on FaceTime, but yeah, I'm thinking like first date. They want to like they went on one or two dates. I think a phone. And they're call. in the very talking stage. You're not really you're not meeting the folks yet. Type of and thing. it's perfect because even if you don't like phone conversations, you have the excuse of hey, I'm on my way to work, so mm-hmm. you can hang up whenever you want. So it can be a short conversation. <laughs> well, not that short, but, <laughs> you know, and just be like, want to let you know I'm heading into work and I'll text you when I get off. Sounds like you're leaving a voicemail. <laughs> hey, just wanted to let you I know. I love a good uh, voicemail. I really do. Do you? I do. I don't. I haven't left a voicemail since 2014. I have. Have you? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Leave her a voicemail. <laughs> leave her, that's Caroline's whole, that's her whole strategy. Here, leave, leave a voicemail. A voicemail. I just I want to I want to apologize to my grind boys and grindettes out there. Oh. Who have professions or other circumstances where they can't be on their phone all day and are still into people but can't necessarily text every 25 minutes. This is my apology to you and I will consider going forward those situations and not just say if he or she is into you they will text you. Because I will accept the apology on his behalf. Okay. Are you a grindette? No. Okay. Um, I, think, I think we covered that, right? I think so. Okay. Let's do the next one. Yo, Brett and esteemed guest. This is Jake from Branson, Missouri. Um, so I had a quick question for you guys. Uh, 
so something that I find like really relaxing and just peaceful and calm is like washing my truck. Is that weird? Also, second part of this question, what's something like weird and monotonous or maybe not weird, monotonous, but like what's something that you guys find relaxing that maybe other people don't find calm and relaxing? Thanks. Love you. Bye. What is something? <laughs> Shouts to this guy who just washes his truck. I love it. He washes Truck's his truck. Always clean. Is always clean. He's out there. He gets like away from the wife and kids a little bit. You know, he's out there washing. Hey, babe, I'm going to go wash my truck. Put on some country music. That's what I would do. Oh, absolutely. Maybe some train. Well. We were doing that on the way in today. Were we? No, I got that stuck in your head, though. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, that's, that's right. Um, Caroline, what is a monotonous task that you find relaxing besides drinking Vizzies? I do. I do love drinking fizzies. Um, are we? Do you want to? Do you want me to go into the menu thing? Yeah, dude, you love reading menus. So <laughs> you said verbatim. Brett, you love Brett reading just menus. found out about me. We've been dating what, a year and a half. Yeah, that I love like looking up menus and just reading. No, specifically. <laughs> You drive by places. Well, when I'm driving. When you're driving, you drive by places, put them in your phone. I do. I have a notes app of restaurants. Your notes app. And then you go and just peruse their menu. And then when I get to a place um, that I won't be texting and reading and driving, yep. I'm home base, then I pull up the menus. And you peruse. And I actually did one this morning. What did you do? <laughs> it's a place called uh, Bar Peached. Oh, yeah. And their menu looks delightful. Okay. Anything really good? Yeah. Some good cocktails, oh. nice like cauliflower app that I'm a little interested in. I love food. I love eating. I love trying new restaurants. And so I like to get ideas of places I want to go. And I don't. I do love, I love food, but I eat like once, twice a day tops. I have to bring my own breakfast when I come stay with the Brett. first time, <laughs> The first time Caroline ever like what, slept over, I guess, is the way to put it. I guess. Stayed at my place. <laughs> the next day... Um, I like all I have for breakfast is usually a like a quest bar maybe maybe um until I eat lunch which sometimes I don't maybe. do and that would be like a smoothie I'm just not a breakfast guy or a lunch guy okay well and so Caroline wakes up and then we're just sitting in my living room and she she's like hey do you have any food it was 2 p.m <laughs> <laughs> and I have like dinner things that I have you know meat and fruit and cheese and all like this stuff for for dinner and afternoon snacks but i just don't have any breakfast food ever or lunch food (laughs) (laughs) and you're literally like i i'm so hungry right now and i'm and then i felt so bad because i was starving didn't even think did not even think about it no i apologize for one second but yeah i i find reading menus relaxing and maybe that's weird i don't care i'm speaking my truth (laughs) This is my truth. This is my truth. I love looking up and reading menus. Yeah. That's fun. I, Brett that's noticed fun. it the other the other day because he was at he went to two different places for a drink and dinner mm-hmm. and I kept throwing in like things that I thought sounded oh, wow. good this looks super at the places good. he was at. And he was like, I love that you're just looking up all the menus of the restaurants that I'm currently at and then I had to admit that I love reading menus. So yeah. that's mine. And then my relaxing monotonous task is looking at maps could be any kind of map any map any map at all anywhere i can get on google maps and 
black out for four hours and, and I don't even know where I went. Could be old maps, could be new maps, aerial maps. Brett won't text me back for like four hours and I'll find out he was just looking at maps. I was looking at maps. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> babe, I'm sorry. I was looking at, I was like really not on, this map. Not grind boy shit. Just looking at maps. I have a map behind my couch, an old map of the Adirondacks, 1873. It's really cool. Um, but I'm just a maps guy. Not that, and that's my, that's my monotonous task that I love doing that relaxes me. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is about it, but... For some reason, I'm all about it. Brett's really good at the game GeoGuessr. Yeah, I am. He really is. First time I ever played GeoGuessr, Caroline showed me it. And without, you know, like you can kind of cheat in GeoGuessr in a way where you can just street view until you find a road, like sign. A road sign. And you're like, okay, this says, you know, New York Route 32 junction with New York Route 67. And you're just like, okay, that corner I can pretty much fine i still probably couldn't <laughs> so it's, it's it's not cheating but it's educated guessing the first one the first one i ever did you can confirm it. i can it was just confirm. Guessing, guessing it was just guessing based on the trees the trees the style of housing the style of houses the mountains the lake and the season yeah and how how close was that like 200 meters 200 meters from the spot from the spot it was very impressive i will say i will thank give you. you props thank you so if you want to geoguess, challenge me. Yeah. Game on. Game on. Um, what was the other thing I said? So it's maps and maps and menus, and then we, we have look, one more. Driving neighborhoods. Oh, Z Zillow. Yeah, Zillow like Zillow houses. houses. Yeah. I think that's probably a pretty popular answer for this. Yeah. Is when you don't want to do work for a good hour, you hop on Zillow mm -hmm. and look at unrealistic um, housing options. Whether it's apartments, whether it's houses, whether it's neighborhoods, um, love getting on and judging other people's choices in interior and exterior Absolutely. design. One relaxing thing, different topic that I love okay. is just getting ready. Oh. I love the process of getting ready. I'm sure um, our caller can't relate to this, but maybe girls out there listening can. Okay. Um, from start to finish, I love... The skincare routine. I don't like the the shower part. Once we're post shower, okay. Skincare routine goes makeup, hair, picking an outfit, pouring a drink. Love that. That's so relaxing to me. I almost like that more than the actual like going out. Really? Part. Yeah. So you just you love the, you love that like whole routine. It's really relaxing to me. Yeah. I like it too because how long does it take you? Like two two hours? Depends, but probably two. Like a full two hours. Yeah. yeah. So I know I have like two hours to look at maps. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. It works out well for us. It does. Um, I, I can't really think of anything else besides like my most relaxing thing is, I think I've said this on this podcast before, going to a bar, opening my laptop and doing work with a cocktail mm -hmm. solo. That is my favorite activity Maybe ever. <laughs> Potentially in the world. And it's not a, like, not, you know, fucking Brojays in New York. It Not a bar like Gem Saloon. That Gem Saloon is my first love in life besides football and hockey. And baseball. And ba well, yeah, and baseball. <laughs> but that's not a bar you go open your laptop at. I like a bar you can go post up, get a cocktail open your laptop and do work and not be, it's not like a scene around you. No. That's my most relaxing thing by a mile. 
And I do my best work when I'm there and get the most done when I'm there. Yeah, you do. Can't confirm. <laughs> Can't confirm. Um, that'll do it for questions today, Carol. Okay. How about some shower thoughts? Are you familiar with the shower thoughts segment? I am familiar with the shower thoughts segment. Okay. I'm going to lead off with a guest shower thought. Let's do it. Is that cool? It's cool. Okay. Hey, Brett. First and foremost, love the pod. And I just wanted to share a little something with you. I don't even really expect you to put it on the pod. I just wanted to share this. I'm on a camping trip right now, and uh, I've got a ripper of a headache. Like, geez, oh, man. I got a a bad headache, right? And it made me think, because, like, I don't have any ibuprofen or any sort of medication I can take. And I realized, like, wild animals, when they get headaches, they can't just take medicine. They just kind of, like, chill and then just hope it goes away, you know? And that just sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little drunk, but uh, <laughs> just wanted to share that. Thanks, Brad. Bye. This dude's on a camping trip thinking about, like, you saw a rabbit, and he's like, man, if that dude had a headache, what does he do? I hope he doesn't have a headache. Um. So animal feelings, Caroline, is the shower thought. I think th- my initial answer is I think th- some animals do things to not cure themselves. But, like, I think animals eat, like, mint plants or something like that. I may be very off here. Where did you get that? I don't know. I'm thinking about <laughs> human, like, apothecary cures to headaches yeah. and stuff, like homeopathic. Yeah. I think animals, if they're in pain... Like no, naturally know how to yeah, have instinctual like hey I, I know that works okay that may be very wrong i don't know if that's correct but if it is i am it's shooting cool. from the hip on okay that we'll google that later okay what are like but animals obviously experience pain Absolutely. and have feelings and can be in good moods and bad moods shouts to Gigi. she definitely has feelings that's uh, my dog that's because she's the most spoiled dog on the planet that might be true but yeah like dogs take their owner's personalities right and are you saying (laughs) (laughs) the most spoiled person no how'd you describe yourself yesterday uh the most low maintenance high maintenance person on the planet yeah and i'll take that i I am pretty high maintenance yeah not that much but you're that's because you're the most low high maintenance person i'd like to think so but yeah i think animals like have thoughts and feelings is probably a step too far i think they have feelings but i think they have feelings i think they have feelings yeah they definitely do like you can see it in their eyes they have anxiety and pain and they run away from predators so they have like fear Mm -hmm. so i think they have basic emotions for sure do they get headaches do they get headaches is a whole nother story i think so you know why i know that why shots to boo oh yeah my parents dog Boo-boo um, had to get an eye removed because she had, like, glaucoma. <laughs> had migraines, right? And they, the doctors said she probably had horrendous migraines oh. based on her eye. It was, like, too big for her eye socket because of the, the glaucoma. Shots to boo. Shots to boo. So she would be, you know, she, she can't, like, wasn't, like, audibly saying, I'm hurt. Well, But she would be, you know, kind of low energy and lay down a lot, try to sleep a lot. And then when she got her eye removed, she's a whole new dog. dog. So, yeah, you know what? They probably do get headaches. They definitely experience pain because if you step on their paw, it's the worst feeling in the world. Worst. And they shriek. Mm -hmm. So. 
I feel bad for animals with headaches like this guy. I do. I do. I don't know what they can do about it. I have to fact check myself. We're, we'll fact check that one later. For some reason, I thought somebody out there. I is thought deer yelling. eat like juniper berries <laughs> if they have a you know pain or headache or something like that. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Let's just I'm hoping we'll they pretend do. they do. I'm just I have a computer right in front of me but to to potentially Google this. I'm yeah, not going to. We'll do it later. Okay. So um, do you have a shower thought? It's yeah. not really a shower thought. It's a shower discussion. Maybe is okay. a better way to to put it. So like a, a discussion you would have in the shower no, with somebody else. No, um, okay. not that at all. Actually, oh, okay. a discussion. No. Anyways, just a discussion. Okay. <laughs> so, anybody out there on Twitter, TikTok, either one, both, um, may have seen all of the rush talks lately. The Bama rush like talks. Like the song or the band? No. Like recruitment, like oh. sororities fraternities no just sororities um yes i have so you've seen, seen it. i've seen bama sorority tiktok being thrown around on twitter okay now i don't know any of the context so i guarantee if you opened up the tiktok app okay. right now yeah you'd probably have a bama rush tiktok and what is a bama rush tiktok i is mean is that like is that like tj yeldon going for 200 yards against not, lsu in nope, 2014 that's not what it is it's okay. um a lot of it is girls doing their OOTDs, their outfits of the day. That's what OOTD means. That is what OOTD means. I've never looked into it. I yes. See it all the, okay. Yes. That makes sense. Now. Um, and it's showing like where they got their outfits for the round that they're doing. So like sisterhood, philanthropy, pref. And there's what is pref? Preference round. So it's like the last round where you go to like two or three houses and those are one, like one of them is the one you end up with and it's more serious and like solemn there's a whole thing we'll get into what that later in the world um but the, the, these are taking me back that's all rush, i'm gonna say rush itself on the sorority side of things mm-hmm. and recruitment total total black hole of knowledge for me i have no freaking idea what y'all do in that stuff there's a lot that goes into it and these these TikToks. Why I do mean, you yell? Why do they yell in the? There's in, a lot of yelling. Why is there yelling? Why are you know. yelling? There's a lot of yelling. I but don't why know. Do they, why do they open the doors and there are 300 girls behind a door? And how do you? Are there risers involved? No, no, no. You like, or it's called a stack and a door stack, and you're stacked on top of each other. You're a lot you're, of concussions. You're climbing involved. on top of each yes. other to door stack. You fall into it. What in the fuck? Yeah. That's dangerous. It is dangerous. Do, do, does National pay for the insurance on that? No. Nope. No. I don't think so. Why are you yelling? I don't know why we're yelling. It's just what you do. But these outfits of the day and all of it is just, it's different than when I went through. Is the sorority uh, requiring so, rushies? Is that what, what is a, a female? A rushy? A PNM, potential new member. A PNM. God, I hate this. <laughs> so PNMs are required to make TikToks in order to, no, no. to prove themselves? No, they're not required. I don't, I mean, they're just doing it. Okay. I don't, PNMs I, I don't know. are or the sororities both, are? Both. So there's, you there's see it on both dude, sides. There's some dude out there that is like, fuck this podcast. Everybody just. I am turning this off Yeah, I'm sorry. That's on me. But I the apologize. girls who listen are like, and maybe they're from the South and went to a Southern school or SUNY school that has sororities. Um, they're, they're into this because I have no idea. So what I'm curious about, so Ole Miss rushes later in the school year why uh just you can like get to know people first and that's just how they've always done it maybe okay. not always but how usually, it was when I, I, I thought rush was like the first week of it school. usually is but okay Ole Miss does Ole Miss. it like 
six to eight weeks in. Interesting. Okay. Um, that could have changed since I've been there. I'm, I've been out for you know. You're a no while. longer a PNM. You're an O <laughs> no. O N M. I don't know. Out. What does that mean? O-N-M. Old, non-member. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> but shoot, I'd lost my train of thought. Oh, so I'm curious when Ole Miss is going through recruitment if we're going to see the same thing on TikTok or if it's just like Bama, Auburn, and like Georgia Southern we're seeing a lot of right now. You know that schools are going to get competitive with this. Absolutely. Of that's course. my guess. So I'm, I'm super curious to see, and I hate that I'm curious. Wow. That's hard to admit. But yeah, I am curious to see if they're all over TikTok like these current schools because it's a lot. It's are the really TikToks, aggressive. Are they still doing like – provocative is it provocative no it's like fun it's outfits so the ones that the sororities are doing remind me of when i was in college there was like youtube videos and you would make like a youtube video like here's why our sorority yeah it's like and you look like you're having fun marketing. yes okay and that's now what they do on tiktok so do they ever do the hazing parts no we don't haze (laughs) we don't I'm being honest. Okay. Okay. Anyways, that's probably a really bad one, but it's all I had. I think you nailed it. Thank I think you. you nailed this whole episode, babe. Thank you so much. That was fun. It was you fun. You have a good time? I did have a good time. All right. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. Uh, before we jump out of here, subscribe, rate five stars, tell, uh, tell a friend about this podcast, leave a review too. Why not? Why not? Hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail. A lot of voicemails today. Appreciate everybody who called in. 888 362 M-A-I-L, that's 888-362-6245, or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at Podcast. Caroline, where can the people find you? People <laughs> can find me at carols, like Christmas carols, oh, okay. underscore Wendling, which is a really lame at, now that I'm no, saying it out it's loud. Great. But it's been there since 2011, so it's just going to stay. It's going to stay. It's going to stay. Thanks for, uh, for coming on. We'll have to have you back. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week.